welcome to the Wyatt Mason Experience. This is a podcast that will be focusing on interpersonal relationships. The interpersonal relationship I've chosen to focus on throughout the majority of this podcast will be the relationship between brothers. My name is Wyatt Mason. I'm the host. I go to college at Boyce College, uh, the undergraduate school for the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Um, I am from a family of five. I have two siblings, two younger siblings, a brother and a sister. My brother is my youngest sibling. Me and my brother have experienced a lot of life together. He's 15 years old. I am 19 years old. We've been through 15 years of life together, experienced a lot. My brother is um, adopted at a very young age. Before he was even one month old, he was in our household as a part of our family. Um, So we've been through life. I hope these unique experiences through a Christian worldview can provide unique insight to those seeking to investigate the interpersonal relationship between brothers. I will regularly reference back to the Interpersonal Communications book by Joseph DeVito uh, throughout these podcasts as source material as I walk through the ideas of an interpersonal relationship. Today on this episode, the specific topic is going to be culture as it relates to brotherhood as a more general topic. I won't be focusing on me and my brother as much necessarily as I will in future podcasts. However, I'm going to be focusing on brotherhood in general as it is a common experience shared by many people. And for those who don't have the experience of brotherhood specifically, it will be a little introduction into the idea, a little thought on how I've seen brotherhood work, not only for myself, but for the people around me through my life. The specific idea I'll be walking through is culture as it relates to brotherhood. I'll be specifically focusing on the cultures around me as I grew up. I grew up around a lot of pairs of siblings. I grew up in a school, a small private school that was mostly made up of families, meaning that I was surrounded by pairs of brothers. In fact, uh, part of my friend group is just a couple separate brothers. So, I think a next helpful step in looking at cultural differences in families, specifically relating to brothers, would be to define a culture on a big scale so that we can start to look at it even smaller. Joseph DeVito, in the Intercultural Communications book, says, Culture may be defined as the relatively specialized lifestyle of a group of people that is passed on from one generation to the next through communication not through genes, end quote. DeVito specifies that this is not a genetic attribute. So culture is something not genetic, but it's passed down by communicating. In my life, I've seen a lot of different dynamics in households. Some of my best friends, who grew up only 15 minutes from where I lived, grew up in what I would call a completely different culture from my own. They all lived on the same piece of property. So um, having friends going to do things was never that hard. The store's only a few minutes away, so it's really tight-knit. Some more specific things about the culture there were that his church and his school were all at the same place, which led to a tight-knit group who would just ride bikes around 
build forts in the woods and have unique experiences that weren't shared with those outside of that specific environment. One insight that I found quite helpful was an article by Mark Abdi, which had a map. Um, a map from a book by Colin Woodward, which shows different regions or cultures within the United States. It's a map of 11 different cultures based on location of the United States. For example, you have people like from the Midwest, people that are more Yankee, people from the far west, each of these having deep cultural differences, which is helpful in observing the point of this podcast, seeing that not only does a nation have a culture, but there are subsets of a culture on you know the state level, on the regional level, and most importantly for this episode, on the familial level. Just within communities, there can be subcults that can deeply affect the way you view relationships and specifically can affect the way you view brotherhood. Brothers will relate differently just based on where their family is, uh, what their experiences together have been. There are many factors which shape individual relationships. So just as you cannot assume that someone's culture is the same as your culture and that you need to be sensitive to people's individual experiences and their cultural norms. So you need to be careful with everyone that you interact with because everyone is going to have different experiences in you. Everyone is going to grow up in a household with different norms than yours. And so there's a lot of factors that will play into how a person behaves, how they treat each other, how brothers treat one another and act around one another and talk to one another. All things which need to be considered when observing the interpersonal relationship between brothers. One realization I've come to over the last few years is that one of the best things to improve a brother-to-brother relationship is to be self-aware, to recognize your own faults. Because if you solve the problems with you, the problems with the relationship will start to decrease. After all, it's never safe or healthy to bank on changing someone else. You should try to change yourself first and see what solutions that can bring. One insight I found helpful recently was in Blake Neff's book, A Pastor's Guide to Interpersonal Communication, where he talked about self-awareness being about recognizing both your strengths and your weaknesses. To step back, take a look at yourself, and realize what problems your behaviors are causing in a relationship can be key to resolving conflict. Because that person has problems with you, and if they see you improving, it's going to cause less problems in the overall relationship. And like I already mentioned, you can never bank on changing other people. You should try to change yourself and seek reconciliation when there are problems. Because those will come, especially in brother relationships. You're under the same roof for an extended period of time. There will be fights. That's a consequence of a brother relationship. But one of the great things is that your family... You can always come back to each other, ask for forgiveness, seek reconciliation, and the motivation of blood is strong. There's a desire to always keep coming back, to love your family, to be on good terms with them, no matter what disagreements that come. So a love of family, no matter how tough family can be sometimes, should push us all to improve and be better.
thank you everyone who came and listened to this podcast today. It's sincerely appreciated. I hope I could benefit you in some way, as this introduction was a little general. We'll start to get into more specific topics of brotherhood and the dynamics of brotherhood in the following episodes. But thank you for tuning in for today. I'm the host, Wyatt Mason, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.